Welcome to the Internet History Podcast. I'm your host, Brian McCullough. Well, it's happened again. I don't have a new episode to bring you this week. It's only the second time that this has happened in over a year of doing podcasts into 60 episodes. But I simply uh, do not have my eBay chapter done yet. And I don't have a new interview to give you this week. Uh, all I can say is these things happen. A little behind-the-scenes info, if you're interested. The interviews that I get tend to come in clumps, basically. Uh, the interviews that I've been able to put up since the new year basically represent all of the people that I reached out to in January of this year. Uh, sometimes, basically, people are hard to track down. Sometimes it takes a while for people to agree to an interview, and then sometimes scheduling is a huge thing. After all, these are busy people that we're talking to, and sometimes it takes months before the stars align and we get to talk. So I have a whole slew of people that I've been reaching out to recently, and some segment of those people will say yes, and some will say no, and so I'll have another backlog of interviews to release in between writing chapter episodes coming up soon. In fact, I'm 95% sure we'll be doing a new interview episode uh, later this week, but this week is not today, so this is why we have this filler episode. Uh, and so, as another filler episode, I apologize, but I'm going to do a bit of housekeeping relating to some further reading suggestions, because this has really been on my mind lately, and it's come up a lot in terms of my interaction with you, the audience. I've been getting into a lot of conversations with listeners lately um, that basically end with me recommending a book for more info, especially with the news about Verizon buying AOL last week. By the way, if you haven't done so already, do follow me on Twitter. I'm at BrianMCC. And that's where I do most of my Twitter interacting with people. If you see me get in a Twitter debate with someone in tech, it usually happens there because that's been my Twitter account for basically <laughs> since the day that Twitter launched. Um, you can follow the show Twitter at NetHistoryPod, but I try to leave that to show announcements and tech-specific news. Is But if you... Um, if you want to see me go off on the tech news of the day, along with the occasional Arsenal football tweets, uh, at BrianMCC is where you want to follow. Anyway, one question I get all the time from listeners and email and Twitter is if I plan on ever doing an episode where I go back and do the history of the development of the original web, of DARPA and ARPANET and the creation of email and, you know, how the... the internet grew out of, um, you know, uh, academia and, and, and government and that sort of thing. And my answer is always, I didn't originally plan to, and I don't currently plan to, I reserve the right to change my mind on that, but I don't plan to. And the reason is the whole conceit of this project from the very beginning was that 
Other people have already done histories of the Internet's birth and of the web's birth. So my idea with this project was to do the book that I can't currently recommend to you because no one has written it yet, which is everything that came after the birth of the Internet and after the birth of the web and after the web went mainstream. But when I tell people this, that leads to an obvious question, which is, well, okay, so then what book do you recommend to go into that early internet and web stuff? So I'm going to give you a list of books here. And a quick FYI, every book I'm about to mention will be listed in the show notes for this episode on your podcast app, as well as on the webpage for this episode on the website internethistorypodcast.com so don't worry about grabbing a pen and jotting these books down because you can just go to either of those places and and find the links so pretty much the definitive book about the birth of the internet going back to the late 1960s is called where the wizards stay up late uh colon the origins of the internet by katie helfer or i'm sorry hafner if you want to know about ARPANET, email, TCP, IP, it's all there. If you want the origins of everything that came before the start of our timeline, that's basically the best place to go. Um, Walter Isaacson's most recent book, The Innovators, also does a good job of going into internet history, but the, the book as the whole goes all the way back to the birth of computers and computing, and so the birth of the Internet is only part of his story in that book. Although, I mean, that can be a good and powerful and useful frame as well in terms of the history, you know, to see how the Internet grew out of the continuum of the technological developments that gave us computers and mass communications in general. And actually saying that, another great book that does a similar thing and looks at the broad continuum of the history of the development of technology is, hands down, uh, one of my absolute favorite books of all time, which is Tim Wu's The Master Switch. Like, literally, if, if you want to know how we got from telegraphs to radio to TVs to the internet, read that book. If you've never heard of it... Uh, Shame on you. Uh, look look that one up. Tim Wu's The Master Switch. But back to the original question. So where the wizards stay up late is where you should go to learn about the the history of the original internet uh, before what we've been talking about. Um, but what about the history of the birth of the web? Well, there are two books by the guys who actually birthed the web that you can read. One is called Weaving the Web, and that was written by none other than the dude himself, Tim Berners-Lee. Um, uh, it's, again, Weaving the Web. His book is largely a, uh, I don't know, it's like a big picture philosophical look about what he thinks the web really is conceptually and what it all means. But he does go into the factual history of the birth of it a little bit. So if you want a straight nuts and bolts history of the web's development, you could also look at How the Web Was Born, the story of the World Wide Web. Give that a try. Um, it was written by two CERN colleagues of Berners-Lee, and so uh, it's a little bit more backstage and insidery about the, the history and the details. 
Um, also, in the last couple of weeks, ever since the announcement of, like I said, that Verizon and uh, AOL deal, I've had a lot of interaction with um, younger tech people who still seem confused about what it was that AOL actually did or does. Actually, the, the second question is harder than the first. I hope that my episodes on AOL did enough to explain the first question, but if you really want to read more, the definitive history of AOL was written by Kara Swisher, who uh, you probably might know more from, uh, you know, being the head of the website Recode, actually, as well as her (laughs) many appearances on the HBO show Silicon Valley. But uh, anyway, in the late 90s, she wrote a book called AOL.com. So if you want to delve deep into the nitty-gritty details about uh, AOL, going back all the way to the days of Bill Von Meister, and especially how and why AOL rose to prominence as the king of the dot-com era, that's that's really the book to go into. Um, We're going to be revisiting AOL soon, to examine, actually, this point, how AOL uh, rose to dominance in the late 90s. But if you want to read ahead, go ahead and check out that book. Um, and also on that note, if you if you want to read deeper into some of our recent topics, uh, The Everything Store by Brad Stone is really the most comprehensive Amazon book um, that's been written so far, and it takes you all the way to uh, the, the present day, which we won't get to for a while. And I so I recommend that if you want a deeper dive into Amazon. And um, the book that I've been leaning heavily on for the upcoming eBay chapter is called The Perfect Store by Adam Cohen. And really, this is one of my favorite books of all time about a startup. Uh, it was hugely influential to me early on in my career when I was formulating my second company, uh, and obviously was a, a key inspiration for starting this project, uh, the Internet History Project. Also, I've um, I've been in several Twitter debates over the last couple months revolving around the most recent Steve Jobs book, the one that's uh, called Becoming Steve Jobs. And, uh, I mean, you know, we're not going to get to that sort of stuff for a while, but I do agree that that the most recent one, the Becoming Steve Jobs, is the most comprehensive book so far about Steve Jobs, the man. Uh, I, I I apologize, but I, I, you know, like a lot of people, I think it's way better than the Walter Isaacs and Steve Jobs biography. But the point that I've made to several people is that there's still a book out there that I want to read that hasn't been written, which is the book about Steve Jobs and Apple, like the the, I don't know, the strategic behind-the-scenes story about Steve coming back to Apple and the and the whole politics and, and thinking and evolution, the, the creation of the iPod and the iPhone and just the whole behind-the-scenes and battles and all that stuff, the back and forth on that sort of thing. That's the book I want. And really, the book that I want is the book that I have in my head, which would be something more along the lines of Infinite Loop, uh, which was written by Michael S. Malone. Um, sadly, Infinite Loop, it seems to be out of print, but you can still find copies if you hunt around on Amazon. And man, it is so, so great. I, like, it's it's a real warts and all story of 
just a history of Apple from the very beginning, um, back when uh, Jobs and Wozniak were, you know, phone freakers, <laughs> through about, I don't know, 92, maybe 94 or 5, I don't know. And, uh, you know, the Newton and... It ends around the time of Apple's slow descent into what was almost a terminal decline. So really what I want is someone to do an infinite loop part two and cover Apple from like, let's say, 1995 on. Steve Jobs comes back, that sort of thing. That is the book that I'm still waiting for. So um, I'm not saying that's the definitive Apple history book, but if you can find that uh, infinite loop book um, used or something, yeah, man, that's, again, <laughs> one of the reasons I'm doing this project is I really respect that book. Um, and and by the way, lastly, uh, I think literally coming out tomorrow um, is an Elon Musk book uh, biography, which I obviously haven't read yet, uh, by Ash- Ashley Vance. I think it's called simply Elon Musk. Looks good. Again, not someone we'll get to for a while. Although PayPal's not that far off, um, so uh, that's my list. Uh, uh, check check the show notes and that sort of thing. Um, if you want to do some deeper dives, that's for you. Um, last time I did one of these uh, kind of filler shows. Again, I apologize. Um, I uh, for the first time I did a little fundraising drive for the podcast and. Um, so many of you uh, generously kicked in, and I'm happy to report that, you know, six months of hosting for the website, hosting for the podcast, uh, as well as other sundry costs uh, have been uh, taken care of by your donations. So um, thanks. <laughs> I, I really genuinely thank you all for your generosity, uh, for your faith in the project. Um, you know, again, it's 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 not trying to um, uh, put food on my table that you uh, that you contributed to this project, but it, I I appreciate you appreciating the project and and um, defraying some of those costs. So I I tried to thank all of you who donated individually, and I hope I managed to hit everybody. But if I missed you, you know who you are. Uh, thank you for the the tip of the hat. And thank you for the kind words that actually so many of you sent in as well. So uh, that's it. Um, that's that's this episode. As always, a uh, great and easy way uh, to help the show, uh, even if you don't feel like donating, is to rate and review us on iTunes. And again, the reason for that is that uh, the more reviews the show gets, the more often we show up in iTunes in, in their popular podcast rankings every time we release a new episode. And so that helps more people find out about us. And so, you know, please consider doing that if you haven't before. And so uh, I'm off to start my work week. But as I say, 95% sure we'll have a new interview for next next week. And if not, then listen, I guess I've just got to cram that eBay chapter <laughs> uh, to completion over, over the weekend. Uh, as always... Thanks for listening.